The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by The Skinny Confidential. If you have not had ice on your face and then had the pleasure of using a pink balls facial massager after, you are missing out. And here's why. The ice is going to de-puff you. It's going to make all the puff in the face go down. It's also great for the lymphatic system. And then if you use it with the facial massager, you're going to chisel and sculpt the face. It really is the perfect duo, especially if you're like me and you just wake up puffy. My other thing is if you haven't tried shaving your face, you got to add a razor to your cart. These three tools are in my life like forever. I'm obsessed with ice. I'm obsessed with contouring and I'm obsessed with taking the baby hair off my face because all three of these things make my skincare penetrate deeper. So that's the trifecta. You got to try it. The reason I spent four years designing each of these tools is because I wanted to create them for people like me who are looking to be the most contoured version of yourself. If you have done all the skincare products on your face and you're still noticing you're puffy, this is the move. I like to use the razor for a lot of people who have asked me probably every two weeks, but I do touch-ups in between. I use it with our shaving cream that I designed to be so nice on the face. It has aloe in it. Anyways, all these products are available at shopskinnyconfidential.com. You can go get this trifecta that's going to take your skin to the next level on shopskinnyconfidential.com and use code ICEBALLS for 15% off. I would start with the ice roller. If you already have that, definitely check out the pink balls. And you got to grab the razor because the razor is just going to exfoliate the skin. Use code ICEBALLS for 15% off on shopskinnyconfidential.com. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Uh Aha. You know, I was the first woman on an all-male cast for 10 years. So they weren't very welcoming, particularly women, which was kind of shocking to me because I'm like girls' biggest advocates. Like, I'm like, wear the crown, honey. I think women are our harshest critics. You know, there was a time period where it was like men are holding us back. But the truth is, I think we hold ourselves back by not supporting each other and not celebrating each other's successes and sort of limiting what the way we dress, the way we present ourselves, the, you know, you can't be sexy, smart and good at your job all at once. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. Another phenomenal episode of the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. This time rejoined again for the first time as a solo act, Tracy Tudor. Last time she was on with our friend Josh Fly, but this time we got Tracy in the hot seat all on her own. For those of you that are unfamiliar with Tracy, you may recognize her as one of the leading cast members of Million Dollar Listing. She's a real estate broker. She's an agent. She's got an amazing platform. She's got an amazing book. Fear is just a four-letter word. And we really love sitting down with Tracy. She's just a super authentic person. She's got her shit together. She's a wealth of knowledge. And she's just fun to talk to. With that, Tracy Tudor, welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Tracy, how the fuck do you look so good? You look really good. Thank you. But by the way, so do you. Genetics, partially. My mom is 76 years old and literally just, you know, wakes up and looks beautiful. Like she's still natural. She just, she'll kill me for telling you this. Actually, she probably wouldn't. But she just had her eyes 
done and lifted at 75. It's the first surgery she's ever had in her life because her eyes were starting to hang low and she was having a problem seeing. And so she had that done. But outside of that, she's 100% natural. So God gave me that gift to start off with. And then, you know, a lot of years of lasers and Dr. Lancer yelling at me, telling me not to be in front of the computer. Ah, you know, talk about that. I agree. I mean, he and, you know, when you're an agent at nighttime, that's what you're spending your time doing. So he was like, here's the bottom line. And I've been with him for 20 plus years at this point. So he started treating me when I was in my 20s. And he's like, I need you to step away from the computer. I go, that's my job. Like, I can't. He's like, you need to get blockers. You need to wear sunscreen in front of the computer. I have a special one that's like, he's crazy. And then you need to never go in the sun again. We haven't seen him in a long time. I love him. Uh, His book changed my life. He is a godsend. His bedside manner is one of the most famous in Los Angeles. There's no one funnier. Like, first of all, zero bedside manner, which I, of course, adore about him. So every time we do something together and I go in for a laser and I'm like shooting it for, you know, content because people want to know what I'm doing. So they're like, well, let's do it. And he walks in and he's like, oh, you're shooting. And I'm like, put a smile on, okay, Harold, and suck it up. This is for you. But he's the best. He says no sun, like you just said. He mm-hmm. doesn't like sun on the back. He doesn't like sun no, on the arms. No, I screwed up my chest. And just because naturally your sun goes to your chest and I had my face just completely covered and I, you know, 80 every half an hour if I'm anywhere out in the sun. And I, I really don't lay in the sun very much. But just from like driving in the car, my chest gets wrecked. So now I have to go back in and try a new laser for that as well. I just did the M8. You know what you need to try? What? Driving gloves. Oh, my God. My hands are so wrecked. I 100% need them. Do they have cute ones, though? Or is it like weird old lady? Like, well, we're going to find you a pair. Okay. Trust me. We're going to find you a pair. <laughs> we but need like a diva pair. My thing is like your face can look great. I'm not talking about you in general. Your face can look great. Your neck can look great. But like then then you're driving and then like the hands and you're, I'm a, looking down and I had to, I just had to get IPL a, on them. I 100% need to do that, too, because from driving and being in the car all day long and I'm never in the office and we're in L.A. So the sun is crazy. I'm constantly having to reapply sunscreen, but I have sunspots from it. It's, yeah, I, I imagine with what you do, any, you probably but... spend a good amount of time in the car in LA. All the time. And like, I really honestly like, need to hire a driver because I have crashed more cars than anyone <laughs> cares to mention. Well, I would think that would be smart in your business for you to hire a driver because you have to be in the car running around all day and you you know it's all time that you're taking away from being able to work. I'm, I'm assuming you're talking on the phone. Cut to why but... I've crashed so many times, including on the show. But you know, when you're... <laughs> You know, when you're on the phone and you're trying to talk to clients and then a text comes in, you're at the stoplight, you're making left, you got your late for an appointment. It's like nuts. Trying to review paperwork, trying to get in the email, see the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I, I'm going to look into that 2023. Well, listen, if this podcasting doesn't work out, I'll, I'll be your driver. <laughs> you I'll, should have a driver wear, too, just because. I'll wear a hat and I'll wear gloves. Love sun gloves. And, it's yeah. sufficient with your time. You it, can 100%. Work. I mean, out of all people, like Michael said, you you know what you should do? You should get a tinted window car 100%. and have a driver drive you. You know what, though? I would be one of those drivers that would say I wasn't listening and I would press the button on the intercom and like listen to the conversations in the back. Just like, you know, when you see oh. the movie, those people that are like, oh, like, I would literally be exact opposite. I would be in the front listening to my podcast, not caring. But I feel like that's like a new character on my show, though. Like whoever the driver is, is like, you know, it's like Ryan Searhan's driver on MDL or MDL. New York 
was like the funniest guy ever. I can't remember. It was like Serge or something. He was like this crazy Russian. I mean, I'd have to have like a fabulous gay, like guy from Ecuador or something. You don't want Josh? No, no. He'd crash, first of all. And we should not be in a car together. Like I can barely travel with him anymore. It's like a whole thing. Okay, so one thing that I notice about your Instagram and your stories, and I want you to really elaborate on, is that you are very into weightlifting. And I think women are very scared of weightlifting. I just started doing it probably a year and a half ago. It's completely changed my body. I'm still in the midst of doing it, but I can already notice a huge difference. What has been your experience with weightlifting? I have been on the yo-yo train of every single woman sort of following the fads of what to do, what is Pilates the right way to go. It's hot yoga. It's Tracy Anderson. It's like running 100 miles an hour, five miles a day. Like I've done it all. And the problem for me as I've gotten older and I'm 47 now is it's too much. Like it's too much on my body daily for me to take that on. So now I'm more interested. I get on the treadmill. I do a long walk, a minimum of 45 minutes, no matter what, on a hill. And I check emails and I I watch a show. And this is at usually six o'clock in the morning. And then I'm training and weight training at seven, which started for me about three years ago. It is 1000% changed my view because of course, we don't want to be bulky. And I have, I'm half Armenian. I have thighs. So like, you know, I start like hiking heavy or lifting heavy. And my assumption was that I was just going to get bigger thighs, which I never wanted. And then all of a sudden I'm squatting heavy weight, like real weight and doing deadlifts. And I found that I burned more fat, leaned out, but like still had good muscle tone and my abs completely changed. So the weightlifting for me has put me in better shape, honest to God, than I was in my 20s. Yeah, I, I don't think people realize, especially women, and not to just be sexist or generalize, like how heavy and how much you have to consume to get that bulk you're talking about. I mean, like this is like what men that are trying to compete in the, you know, in weightlifting competitions do to try to get like that's so much lift. I, I, I don't think people realize like what happens first is you build the mechanism to boost your metabolism and actually burn fat through muscle. And then you also, you you pack it in and actually become more dense first before you can get big, right? right? So people like get scared. He's like, oh, I don't want to be this big, bulky person. I don't think people realize like to, to, in order to get to that, you have to be lifting exorbitant amounts of weight. And, and eating exorbitant amount of calories. Yeah, like, like if you look at someone like Chris Hemsworth and he does Hulk or, whatever, or what's Hulk, what's up, Thor, He's eating ice cream and pizza and he's lifting all this. Heavy. Welcome to my boyfriend's daily diet. Yeah. And then when it, but as soon as he stops, it all kind of deflates. It's so hard to maintain that. It is hard to maintain that. But for a woman who doesn't necessarily have the challenge because we're not going to ever eat like that sure. if we're wanting to maintain like health and, and fitness and whatever, like it actually leans you out. And I've become so much stronger I feel better than I've ever felt. And for me, I, I attribute it to honestly starting weight training at Dog Pound when I met my boyfriend. Well, I imagine, too, your sleep's probably improved from weightlifting. Yes, 100%. Like running and all that other stuff kind of like, it, I actually think it doesn't contribute so well to sleep. Totally. And I also feel like when I was working out like that and doing Soul Cycle or Barry's Boot Camp and all of these crazy high-intensity things to sort of lose weight and trim down, I was so hungry after that I couldn't, I have to like force feed myself like within an hour and my body wasn't able to sustain that kind of, I work out five to six days a week doing something. 
What but, is your workout schedule? Are you waking up first thing and doing it? Walk us 100%. through what that looks like. I wake up usually about 5.45 in the morning. And well, Eric's up at 4.30 to 5. So, and I'm a very light sleeper. So I usually can stay in bed for another half hour, maybe 45 minutes. And then he's off to the gym and then I follow suit. I get on the treadmill. I walk between 45 minutes and an hour. First, I have a celery juice at the house. Are you, are you walking at like 3.0? You have to give us No, specifics. I walk at 3.5 to okay. 3.7 between a five incline and a seven and a half incline. If I'm up at seven That's and a, a half- incline. I need to write that down. If I'm up at seven and a half, I'm I'm at the 3.5. And if I'm at five, I'm at 3.7. And I think it's just like that comfortable walking pace because the key is to not, like you want your heart rate somewhere between, one for me, 125 to 140. 140 starts to teeter on a little too high to maintain an hour. So I try to keep it around 130 to 135 is like my happy place in that zone where I'm just fat burning the entire time. How are you measuring this? So is it would this I be I have like, an in-body machine. An in-body machine. I'm 100% Hold on, Michael, I have a you. couple of questions that are detailed But for quick, you. is this like you and I could carry a conversation when you're walking like this? Like you're not so out of breath at that- 100%. Okay. Now, are you returning emails on your phone or are you Yes. Okay, so you're you're working as you're walking. Yes, I don't spend the entire hour doing that. Sometimes, like I usually will get on, I'll check immediately what the status is from the night before because I turn my phone to sleep mode around 8.30 because I have to go to bed. And if you're getting up at 5.30 in the morning, you have to go to bed and clients will call me until 10.30 at night if I don't turn it off. So once I set, set it down for the night, I have like an hour and a half of like rest. So a lot of stuff happens between that time. So the first thing I do is check all the emails, make sure there's nothing like crazy pressing. And then I text Cody, handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Cody's efficient. Yeah. So Cody's efficient with that in the morning. And then I take literally the last half hour and I just, I zone out. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll do something that's just like good for the soul and just me. And then you hop into weight training after this hour. Yes. Usually it'll bleed into about 15 minutes of the hour of weight training. A lot of people you know, hire these hire trainers that they feel like they're hiring a trainer and and that they're they're doing the work. They show up five minutes late. They've done zero warm up, zero cardio. So effectively, they end up spending a half an hour weight training of which the last five minutes is, you know, either sit ups or some sort of stretching program or whatever. And they waste the first 20 minutes of their workout warming up on the treadmill, which I come in and do the hour before. It's a commitment, but I can't do it in the afternoon. I am spent. And I feel like it revives me. It puts like the serotonin in my blood back again to like be pumping so that I can, you know, depending on the day that I had the day before or what deal I lost or what negotiation we won and just the highs and lows of our business, honest to God, puts me back at zero. And so I can function. So at this point, you've had your celery juice. Yeah. What comes next? Usually, shamefully, a Celsius. (laughs) Oh, you told me that. Celsius and a dream. It's it's an addiction. I have a cola. Celsius problem. You have a Coca-Cola and a Celsius? No, no, there's a cola-flavored Celsius. It's, and you can't get it everywhere. It's a How thing. How do you have that in the morning? Isn't it like... It's th- it's a problem, like I said. Like, I, I, have, I go on and off coffee where sometimes I can drink it and then sometimes it's like I'm pregnant again and I can't touch it. And when I'm, when I'm doing those modes, which I'm in right now, I drink Celsius and it gives me the energy I need to kind of get to the gym and and power through. It's kind of like an Adderall ishy, but not yeah. an Adderall. Yeah. 
I mean, I really yeah. wish that I liked. Hundred percent. I wish it was better for you. Like, I, I wish that I liked Celsius. I really do wish I. It's too sweet for me. Good for you. Don't don't start. Don't start. You're I mean, there's plenty. Me like no, there's like plenty of drinks out there that are probably better. I know Eboost does one that's actually it's like a pre workout drink that's a little bit better for you. You know? I feel like Celsius is one of those things, like if you're really into it, you're really into it. And if you're not, you just kind of like don't. There's only one flavor I, I can drink and that's it's the cola. cola flavor. And I don't drink even Coca-Cola. So you just sold them out. Everyone's going to get it. I'm it. obsessed. It's they don't... haven't reached out yet? No. I'm like, probably because like their demographic is like a 20 something and I'm like double the demographic. You so look 20. Like... You're perfect. <laughs> so, so after you have your Celsius, will you wait to eat breakfast? Are you intermittent fasting? Walk us through what you're eating throughout so the day. So here's the thing. By default, by being allergic to eggs, breakfast kind of sucks for me because what am I going to have? Pancakes? And, I, you know, if I'm on vacation, I'll have like a chia pudding or some sort of like acai bowl or something like that. But I don't traditionally wake up and eat breakfast. I'll work out. I'll come back. And I will usually intermittent fast by virtue of not wanting to have pancakes for breakfast until one or two o'clock. If I was allergic to eggs, I don't know if I could live. Right. Like, that's, a, that's a tough, that's tough. I mean, I'm not like anaphylactic, but it is, it's bad. It's a definitely, it's red zone. That's a tough allergy. You have to avoid a lot with eggs. What mm -hmm. are you breaking your fast with? Cheeseburger. Really? Yeah. No, like full bun, everything. Like bun. Oh, like breaking the fast? Yeah. No, like my daily, no. I mean, like if I'm like want to be, have fun on the weekend. Usually for lunch, I have this Mediterranean tuna salad, which I'm sending you the recipe for, which is, I don't know if you like tuna. Hold on. I think Haley Heckman told me about this. It is because life changing. You, wait, no. Sh you know what? Oh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Haley told me about a smoothie that you make. It's oh, it's like it's fire. An almond crunch smoothie. And I actually wrote this down. I was going to actually DM you about it. It's so good. Before you get into the Mediterranean salad, first, you got to tell us about that smoothie. Okay. So the smoothie is what I do if I don't have time to like sit down and have a meal and I'm like really on the go and I got to walk out the door and that is frozen blueberries, organic, obviously, flax, chia, cachava, usually cachava, vanilla protein, which is vegan. And I love cachava because it actually comes with all the other stuff in it. And then I put like a little bit of, you can use almond milk or oat milk, whatever you want to use, but a healthier milk. People got on me for the milk that I used. I'm like, I ran out, guys. Use milk. Yeah, milk is the milk Malk's that you milk. really should use. And it doesn't have all the nutseed oils and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think oat milk's pretty bad for you. Oat no. milk at this point is not ideal. Sweetened almond milk by mom. A lot of data's so, come yeah. out. It's it's much better. We can't be churning our own milk. I mean, we, we got it. No, I am not making my own milk, okay? We're, I Although I did during COVID. And then I have this gluten-free coconut granola that is organic. And What's it's like brand? Air One vibes. Okay. And I put like couple tablespoons. It just gives it a crunch and you don't do that until the last minute. So I always blend the protein first. And this is where people screw up. Don't throw all the ingredients in and the protein and then the ice and blend. Blend the protein first because it gets chalky. You might have to write this down. I might have to do a blog post on it's it. Like to go almond, it's like the almond milk, the flax, the chia, and the protein blend. Okay? And then you add the rest. Then you add the ice, the, you know, the, the blueberries, usually I'll do like a quarter of a banana just to, for texture. And then at the very last minute, I'll throw in the crunch. All right, I am getting ready to go to New York. And one thing that is in my bag at all times is my probiotic. 
I do not screw around when it comes to a probiotic. And the probiotic that I have is one that can actually survive the trip to my gut. And that is Just Thrive. You've heard me talk about it forever. I also use it in tandem with Just Thrive's Just Calm because one is a psychobiotic, the Just Calm, and then we have the probiotic. And together, it's basically taking control of your mental health and your gut health. This is like the daily routine duo. You're going to notice with a probiotic too that your digestion's better, your energy's better, your sleep is better. These two things in tandem just work. And I know this because we had a microbiologist on the podcast and he broke it down for us of why we need a probiotic and why we need a psychobiotic. So if you want to beat bloat, if you have digestive issues, if you have stress, this is an amazing duo and we have 20% off for you. So you get a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive and Just Calm. You're going to go to justthrivehealth.com with promo code SKINNY90. While you're there, check out their other research-based products for optimal gut and immune health. They really got you covered. There's something for everyone, even a probiotic for your fur baby. You could sprinkle this on top of their food. I mean, amazing. You're going to go to justthrivehealth.com with promo code SKINNY90. Take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. You're going to go to justthrivehealth.com, promo code SKINNY90. All right. There is really no excuse when it comes to wellness and fitness now because Allo Moves. It is a streaming on-demand wellness platform that features yoga, fitness routines, meditation sessions. They even have like gua sha. Everything in one place. They have yoga, bar, Pilates, cardio, hit, everything. How I like to use this is if I'm busy and I don't have time to go to the gym or meet with a trainer is I'll just pull out my cute nude little yoga mat. I'll turn on a podcast sometimes and I will just do the workout. They literally have like 100 new classes added every single month. So every time I go back, there's something new and total they have like 3000 classes why this is also amazing is they have beginner to advanced. So when I was pregnant, I would do the beginner. And then as I was postpartum, I would do the beginner. Then I did intermediate. And now I'm finally at advanced. If you want to fit this into your schedule and save time, you have to check out Allo Moves. All classes are on demand. It's not just me that's loving Allo Moves. It was voted best wellness app of 2022 by InStyle Magazine and best yoga app of 2023 by Women's Health. For a limited time, Allo Moves is offering our listeners a free 30-day trial. Plus, get this, 50% off an annual membership. But you can only get it by going to allomoves.com and use code SKINNY in all caps. That's A-L-O-Moves.com and all caps code SKINNY to get a free 30-day trial plus 50% off an annual membership. Allomoves.com, code SKINNY, all caps. Shadi and Haley were doing my hair and makeup and they're like, Tracy makes this smoothie and it has like a crunch in it. They're like so the best crunch. And I was like, oh my God, I got to ask it's, her about it's, that. It's good. Okay. What's the Mediterranean tuna salad? Okay. So this, we use like a high quality tuna canned, but like in a bottle that is organic. And, and you know, again, the whole tuna, like, uh, you know, did you watch Seaspiracy? I didn't. Don't. Okay. If you're a fish lover. <laughs> I eat tuna every day. Okay. I, I love tuna. What kind of tuna do you eat? Is there a brand? There's a brand that we got that a chef like introduced me to, and I can't think of the name of it, but I'll send you a picture of it. It's phenomenal. And it's in a glass bottle. And so you use that tuna and then you put a little bit of champagne vinegar, a little bit of olive oil, cracked pepper, salt, garbanzo beans, some chopped up olives, fresh parsley, 
and just. I'm getting sh- hungry. It's. Are you making this yourself? You're so yeah, busy now. Okay, so you have oh, someone helping you no. make it. This is. I love. But the I taught them. Okay, because I figured out how to make it, and then I was like, "Here's the thing." And so Miriam, my housekeeper, is fire at it, and so is my nanny. Her name's Miriam. Well, Miriam is my housekeeper, and Ashley is my nanny. But Miriam is who helps us. Miriam's too. fire. Okay. I need to teach Miriam how to make Lauren, this. Lauren, but the oh problem is, is that you need to learn how to make it first. And I've never seen you successfully learn <laughs> Why? how to make Why anything. Why can't I just give the recipe? <laughs> That's not true. I I do make a mean tuna salad. And it's great for like two days. If and I want to so, stay like trim and on a diet, I just have Lauren cook for me for like a week, which means it doesn't happen. You and know I what eat. I put on, on my tuna that's life-changing? What? It's called maca, M-A-C-H-A. Mm-hmm. And it's chili flakes and a little bit of olive oil. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. I bet tuna. that would probably be good in this recipe. 100%. Like a little bit of spice. And maybe some sliced pepperoncini. How do you say pepperoncini? Pepperoncinis. Pepperoncinis are so no, underrated. Wait, pepperoncinis. I think they need better PR. They belong in every sandwich. It's fantastic. They belong in tuna salad. They belong in egg salad. They don't get enough hype. I don't, don't think they belong in every sandwich. I think they some sandwiches. Like, an atta- like a cold cut situation. Yeah. I don't know. 100%. Turkey. You cannot go wrong on tuna. It's excellent. Egg salad. Turkey. I think, tu- I think turkey is just. Meh. No, I just it's think it's, it's not a, um, it's not an elevated bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into it. I mean, it's only me served so many times a year. This is it- the thing. If turkey was so good, we would have Thanksgiving dinners all the time. Nobody I, does. You it's just my do, favorite holiday. But, like I live, I eat turkey sandwiches for like three days after, but I don't order a turkey sandwich when it's not around that time. I just feel like we, like, I just feel like somebody got a turkey and like, I don't know. I just feel like. I feel something. like chicken's not elevated. I mean, I love chicken. I don't think it's elevated. I mean, it's a dirty bird, but I'm going <laughs> to eat it because it's lean protein. And I'm just, I mean, I'm already screwed on eggs. I have a gluten situation. Not like that serious, clearly, because I eat all sorts of things with gluten. So you eat your Mediterranean tuna yes. salad that someone helps you make because you're so fucking busy, which yeah. I know you are. I've heard from multiple people. And on the go, I'll take it with like a gluten-free cracker. It's and a gluten-free cracker. Have with a like brand. A Everyone tub. loves brands. I have those seeded ones. Um, Ellis Flats. Yes. Why didn't you come prepared with your recipe book? No, I, just, no, I, I already know because I, I know how she eats. I know it's a specific way. Ellis Flats are amazing. They're really good. They're on Amazon. Okay, so then after you have your Mediterranean tuna salad and your Coca-Cola Celsius, what else are you eating at dinner? Well, that depends. Like when I have the kids, so I have the Mondays and Tuesdays. Now I have Scarlet full time, but generally speaking, I'd only have the kids Monday, Tuesday, and then every other weekend. So Mondays and Tuesdays, we always are at home cooking. So we love a Mexican night, but I'll do it like the kids will have like the tortilla and the whole thing and I'll make a bowl with like the black beans. I usually am like light on the rice. I'll add veggies and like the carne asada. But like I don't skimp on the protein. Like I go there. I try to eat like as much protein as I can so that I have the energy to lift. And I just feel better and I feel leaner. And it's interesting. I'm not eating any less calories, but my this whole in-body machine that I now have, which has changed everything for me because I never used to like to weigh myself because I was so neurotic about having to be under 120 pounds. Like there was something in my head that said at my height, I'm supposed to be under 120 pounds because that's what Howard Stern said back in the day or some I shit. I remember like, that. Like, isn't that crazy? Like he I used to ask women what that. he weighed. I remember he said you should be under 120 pounds. That, I remember that's that. That's crazy because that resonated with me, like clearly on a deep level. 
and fucked with my head to the point where I was like, I I need to be under 120 pounds. I have to apologize for saying oat milk's bad. This guy got away with all sorts of stuff. Oh he was my. on the cut. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. If, if I was just born 20 years earlier, I could have gotten away with a lot more. Lauren. Murder. So the antibodies helped. Yes, because it measured. So earlier this year, after the holidays, when we started filming, while I was fit and I was in shape, I had gained some fat. And I was over 130 pounds, which most people would not believe. And I just wanted to figure out like how I, so I got really hardcore back into like, you know, making sure that I was eating at lunch because what would happen is sometimes I wouldn't. And then cut two, it's like I've had a, a celery juice, a Celsius, some sort of weird snack on the go, let someone passed me. And then it's six o'clock and I just want to like, like force food in my mouth as fast as I can. So I just got really clean about my habits again. And we were starting the show and I worked, I was militant about being in the gym. And so that allowed me on the weekends to be able to drink the wine that I want to drink and enjoy the potato. I mean, I, I love a potato like any which way. Fry it, bake it, roast it. Like that's my jam. And the Kardashians just did like a potato thing in Paris and they had caviar. Oh, the cavi- caviar caspia. Yeah, we need to go there. Isn't they opened it, one in Hills, LA. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's oh the God. most expensive potato you've ever had in your life. Michael, save up. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> if Don't you love yourself out, I want a fucking love potato. Good caviar potato, it is, it's, it's fire. I love a potato. I agree with you 100% about protein. And I think that women need to start talking more about meat who are eating meat because I think a lot of people, because of social media, have developed sort of vegan is the only way to go. I couldn't disagree more. All day long. And it's meats changed my body. I also want to say this. My hair is 30 times thicker. Anyone, when I go to LA, the people that do my hair is like, what's happening? It's the aminos in the meat. My hair is thicker, my ponytail, my eyebrows. Yeah. I feel like it helps me lose weight. And I do think it gets a bad rep. I just think at this point, like I said, don't watch Seaspiracy because there's so many things like, like, you know, you cannot eat meat because of the way the animals are treated or because you just don't like the texture of it or fish or all of these different reasons. I have so many friends with like mercury poisoning. I'm sure I have it. But at the end of the day, I think as long as there's like a healthy balance of all of the things, you're much better off than focusing on one area. Because I do think the problem with some of my vegan friends and or just vegetarian friends even that aren't as hardcore is they lack energy. They lack the ability to like sustain. Now, I'm not going to say there aren't people out there like a Lance Armstrong or whoever that are like superheroes and they're on the pedestal saying this is the way to go. But I just think a healthy balance of everything, like including alcohol and marijuana and whatever it is like you I think there's no I, if people saw my diet every day they'd be like she she's like rubbing down pizza with her boyfriend but the truth is I don't ever have a desire or like I I'm never like out of control because it's in my life when you go out on the weekends are you only drinking on the weekends or do you drink throughout the week I don't to be honest my boyfriend's a really good influence on me. He doesn't, because he gets up so early, we're not out as much. He's a homebody. So we're at home a lot more. And so there's no reason for me, you know, I, if I have a stressful day, I'll have a glass of wine at the end of the day, but I just don't have the desire to go out and have four or five tequila sodas on a Tuesday. Like I want to wake up and I want to feel good. And it took me a minute to get away from that. But once I did, 
My energy level was like so much better. It's unbelievable the difference I feel when I even have, if I have more than two drinks, like I, I can, can have feel a, it after one. I have a couple margaritas and I'm like, okay. But beyond that, like it's too much for me. Well, so it's is, two days a week, sometimes once during the week, maybe once on the weekend. This is why I think weightlifting is important for everybody because you can go, like say you're just doing a cardio or a run, like you kind of go on autopilot with some of these workouts, even Pilates in some way. And I'm not diminishing some of these exercises, no, but of course not. weightlifting, you have to be so actively engaged and it's requiring so many different muscle groups and so many different movements. Mm -hmm. If your brain is not in it and your mind's on it and you're feeling like shit because of alcohol, you just you can't do the workout, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're not going to do it effectively. And so I feel like when you start getting into heavy weights and weightlifting, one, you're going to get all the benefits we've talked about. But two, it as a guard against doing things that are maybe not so good for your body, maybe drinking on a Tuesday, that except you like don't want to do it because you know the effect that's going to, to it's that is going to have the next morning. Hundred percent. It totally wrecks me. And I'm I hate getting into the gym and making it all the way there and feeling like a 50% yeah. version of of where I should be. Like I showed up, I want to be able to give it everything I have and it's worked. But I do do Pilates as well a couple of days a week and I love that and it's like a whole different muscle group. So I just enjoy it. And to be honest with you, I I actually feel better and people look at working out as like such a drag or, you know, and I think being, you know, with someone who this is his life I hear it from him all the time. You know, people sign up to do this stuff because they feel like it's the way out or the way in to being healthy, but it's not a real commitment. Coming to the gym once a week or twice a week with a trainer isn't going to change your body or your mindset. It's a daily commitment to yourself and to the person that you're training with. If you're not with them, then you're you're sending them a photograph of what you're doing. And that's the only way to sort of change your your actual body. But also, I think the feeling, which for me is like a 10, like I went from waking up and feeling like shit four days a week to waking up and feeling energized and getting out of bed and feeling good. I feel like you would love cold plunge sauna. I mean, I love first of all, I'm like obsessed with infrared plunge. So you already um, do it. I Yeah, because you're like, loved. I'm like, if you don't do that, you're like the perfect candidate. So you know who got me into that was Haley Heckman got me into this blanket by higher dose. Okay, yep. love it. We love higher dose. So I'm like in the blanket. I'm like in that blanket on my bed. And I'm like, you know, it's it's not necessarily a replacement for infrared. But like when you can't make it or you, I work until seven o'clock and I'm just feeling bloated or like just not good about what I ate that day or the alcohol in my system from the weekend. I jump in that thing and I watch like an episode of whatever show I'm doing. And it's, I feel like magic after, but the cold plunge is key. I'm what? putting one in my new, in my new gym. Blue cube. Blue cube. Yeah. Okay. I'll show you a picture. Oh, you got to, yeah. Blue cube. I Great. think. Don't and I'm doing an infrared in the gym too. Sunlight. Sunlight hey, oh, for infrared. Sunlight for infrared. You'll have to text Clear light for sauna. Higher dose for blanket and blue cube. I'm gonna text you it. Okay. Don't and it'll look and it'll well, I'm pulling it up right now. And yeah, and I, it'll look pretty. You it want is it blue cube. We always yeah, fuck 100%. it up. That's what we have in our yard, and we always mess it up, but they look really good. Pretty. It's wood. 
Oh, it's God. very grounding. Is it so cold? It I do. Like I would love to like design the water my keeps own. moving. Though. Can 100%. you imagine like limestone? Like a sexy one. So sexy. Like you could do like the it's shape. A part, it's like next to like a part of the pool vibe. I know. Yeah, they do. They, I think they've been Why doing more do- custom ones. Uh, they don't do it how I have it in my head. But like how I have it in my head is it becomes a part of like the pool, but like a separate, like, you know how they have the built-in jacuzzis yes. where it kind of floats. Like there should be like a separate section where you can just jump into that. But Cody, we need to take a note. We need to start an yeah, ice Yeah, you punch. can do it. And I'm sure they, they can build it. Like these guys, they, they started doing all these things by hand and then yeah. they really just kind of exploded. It's like right time, right place. But I, that, I think like, feel like if, if this doesn't work out for me on the mic, like I am going to design custom ice baths because I have some really good ideas that I don't mean to brag or like going to blow your mind if you saw them. I literally have more pools saved in my Instagram then I, I, like I'm crazy town about pools. We also need to like mix up the whole pool market. It's getting I don't boring. understand why I, 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 I sat down with my pool builder and I have a tiny backyard because I'm in the flats. But when I'm working with a developer or whatever, I'm like, we need a kick-ass pool. They're like, not that great. Like, great. It's an infinity pool. It's uh, 80 feet long. But like, where are these like really epic where you see them all over the world and they're all plaster and Greece is like slaying it and all these different countries. And then for some reason in America, we're like still doing like a rectangular pool with like coping. It's giving stale. It's stale. It's not evolving. Mm -mm. It's not fresh. It's not on the pulse. I'm sorry. We need to mix up the pool market. It's not feeling avant-garde. If anyone has any ideas, let me know. We need to mix it up. It's really bad. (laughs) I don't want to shit on my fellow Americans, but I will. Many of us (laughs) Americans just lack taste. Right. It's so. just, you know, you go to Europe, and you go to these places, you see these beautiful things and you come here and you're like, why did you do it that way? Why does that angle look like it drives me fucking nuts? Right. It's so true. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, can someone please come I think, out with like, some I think it's really because cool we're impatient and we just want to get shit done. And so nobody takes the time to actually like be artistic. I, I literally on the pool front have like talked to like top, top pool builders sure. in Los Angeles and been like, I don't understand why we can't do like this type of plaster and have it go over. The, like, there's just so many different, like, here is the pool that I want. It's existing. And he's like, you can't do that. I'm I like, why not? It's probably because there's not a, there's not good margins in it, right? It's like, oh, well, that's going to like cut into my, you know, my square design that I make 80% Yeah, they're on, like right? trying to say that it's, it's, it's not the best way to do it and it won't last. And I'm like, well, it's lasting in Bali. Someone needs to shake up the industry. I'm just saying. And yeah. we need a disruption. We're going to, we're inviting a pool designer onto the show. I'm just kidding. We're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. Okay. Just kidding. I just want not going to get done. Tracy to tell us some tools that are in her toolbox wellness wise supplements, minerals, powders, things that you do that are like wellnessy and woo woo. I don't do a ton, to be honest. I take magnesium. I'm constantly taking flax and chia every single day. I take athletic greens three, four days a week. I always do the celery juice. You make your own celery juice? I Bristol Farms makes it for me. So it's ready to go in your fridge? 100%. I pick it up every two days. The reason I'm asking Tracy these questions, you guys, is because Tracy, I, I feel like you and I really are very thoughtful about our time. Yes. And the reason that I say that is because we have the same hair and makeup. And they tell me in L.A. when they're doing my makeup, they tell me how you get things done when you're when you're getting your hair and makeup done. And I feel like you're like they've me. heard more shit behind the <laughs> scenes, like between clients. Like, never they, said know a word. It, they know it all. No, I just think that you're very purposeful with your time. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So when I ask you, do you make your own celery juice to take a juicer out and make your own celery no. juice takes 15 minutes. So well, I'm wondering that's, that's how I started the celery journey. 
but because I was making it by myself. And then I realized I had to buy like six bunches of celery, not six stalks. Let me tell you about the best body oil on the planet, okay? Primally Pure. They have this trifecta. It's like a trio with three body oils. Lemongrass, jasmine, this blue situation. All three of these are insane. So I first started trying these because I was pregnant and I wanted to swap out all my beauty products. I was like, I want to go non-toxic. And so I picked Primally Pure. I've been using the brand for a while. And then I saw Gracie Norton rave about it on TikTok. She's a friend of mine who's been on this podcast, which is a great episode. And she's all about non-toxic beauty. This body oil specifically is light. It's non-greasy and it leaves your skin feeling really smooth and radiant. On Primally Pure, you can find skin, body, baby and hair and home. Everything's non-toxic. It's made with raw, real ingredients to optimize your results and overall health. If you're looking to switch your routine to fully non-toxic, I would recommend checking out their whole site. It's female founded. Anyways, go check out the body oil. If you're on the fence about making the swap to non-toxic products, especially natural deodorant, check out their five-star review at primallypure.com from customers just like you. Once you're convinced, use code SKINNY for 15% off your Primally Pure purchase. That's www.primallypure.com. Use code SKINNY, S-K-I-N-N-Y, at checkout for 15% off your order. Visit primallypure.com and use code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off your order. And what you want to search is the Body Oil Trio. The Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We've had so many high performers on this show talking about multiple facets of life and how they find performance, longevity, health, wellness to live happy, productive lives. And in that toolbox for many of these high performers, if not most of them, is therapy. The problem is therapy has not always been accessible to everybody. You have to go find a doctor. You have to drive to an office. Sometimes it's expensive. It's such a pain to even get there. Why I love this platform so much is you can do this all from the comfort of your own home. So you're already in a comfortable state of mind. You're already in a comfortable place. And you can find the therapist that's right for you using this platform, BetterHelp, all online directly from your home. Anyone that's interested in therapy, sharing their thoughts, sharing their feelings, talking through an issue, really just working through any kind of problem or dilemma in their lives, this is an amazing platform to get started with therapy right away, like I said, from the comfort of your own home. So therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com skinny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com skinny. BetterHelp.com skinny. Okay, people in our office literally got in a fight over perfect bars. I'm telling you, there was like there was like a fight over who got to take which flavor. My daughter loves them, Michael loves them. I love to put them in my handbag especially when I'm traveling or after a workout. Today even my executive assistant came over and she was eating the blue one. I mean, everyone loves them. Everyone cannot say enough good things. I would start with the dark chocolate chip peanut butter with sea salt. This is so delicious. What I do for Zaza is I'll cut the bar up into little pieces and like make them into like little slices for her and display them all cute. I also will bring her like the little one. It has six grams of protein. 
in my diaper bag all the time. And then for Michael, I'll bring the bigger one. And this one has 17 grams of protein and comes in like all these delicious flavors. I always have the dark chocolate chip peanut butter on hand. They have like a cookie dough texture. It's creamy and full of flavor. It's some of the best bars on the market and there's no artificial preservatives. They're also non-GMO, gluten-free, soy-free, kosher, and low GI. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store. Then they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly to your Venmo or PayPal account. I mean, this is so cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com skinny to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com skinny to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. There's so many people that come on this show and there's so many people that are out there professing all these wellness hacks and routines. All this. I feel like if you get the right sleep and you lift weights consistently and you double the amount of protein you think you need to actually take mm-hmm. in primarily animal-based product, that kind of takes care of the majority of the issues. I know people don't like that because no. it's blanket, but in my experience, like I don't do a lot of crazy stuff and that is basically my prescription. Get better sleep, get some morning sunlight, lift weights and eat more protein. A hundred percent. And we didn't really talk that much about it, but sleep is the most crucial piece of everything. And I think that I wasn't getting enough sleep for several years and that had to do with my divorce and just the stress of, of life. But, you know, it's like now if I don't get eight hours, I am so off my game because I've learned what it feels like to actually feel right and have like serotonin pumping and feel refreshed and recharged and able to sort of tackle you know, six clients in a day and then shoot the show in the afternoon and then go home and deal with my kids and then get on a Zoom with like my ex-husband. You know, it's a lot. What was it like going through a divorce with two kids? I mean, what what is that like what, for someone who's never been through divorce? Yeah. Tell me, because I've heard it's like losing someone. Yeah. Well, are you I getting mean, some ideas over there? Or what? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people that are married with younger kids struggle that are struggling early in their marriage with toddlers or whatever. And like, should I stay or should I go? And so many say, no, I can't, I can't do this while the kids are young. And then they wait. And then all of a sudden the kids are 14 and then you have big kid problems and big kid problems are a lot more complicated than peeping on the potty or tantrums. So then it becomes, God, I got to get them through this. I don't want to leave in the middle of like their angst and the anxiety issues that they're having because they're applying out to schools. And and then before you know it, the kids are gone. And then you're in this rut of now it's time. And meanwhile, the kids have known all along that there's been a challenge because kids are the most intuitive creatures on the planet. They're living their truth from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed. So I've always said, if you're unhappy in a relationship, you need to leave it. I stayed five years too long for the same reason. So like I failed at that mission, but I wouldn't take a piece of it back. Jason and I are in a really good place now. You know, four and a half, five years later, we're co-parenting in a good way. He's remarried. I'm in a relationship and we've gotten through it, but it wasn't easy. I was on a TV show when it went down. And it it took two years for me to really like get back on my feet. And unfortunately, it went down on television. And I think people didn't know me yet on the show. And I think that, you know, I was the first woman on an all-male cast for 10 years. So they weren't very welcoming, to be honest with you. 
particularly women, which was kind of shocking to me because I'm like girls' biggest advocates. Like I'm like, wear the crown, honey. Like that's my thing. And what was the, what do you think the main reason women had that response to you? I think women are our harshest critics. I think it's, you know, there was a time period where you, it was like men are holding us back. But the truth is, I think we hold ourselves back by not supporting each other and not celebrating each other's successes and sort of limiting what the way we dress, the way we present ourselves, the, you know, you can't be sexy, smart and good at your job all at once. Have you seen that Bill Burr stand up comedy recently? No. He was talking about this exact same thing. And he was saying, basically, as it relates to women's sports, People are getting mad about, you know, paying women sports, but he's saying like none of the women or a lot of women don't show up to advocate or to support women in sports, right? Like the, st- the but then at the same time, like everyone's tuning in to housewives or the Kardashians, like they're not cheering for women building each other up. They're cheering when women are te- tearing each other down. And it was like this whole piece on, on that aspect of it. It's like the dollars kind of flow to where attention goes. You are yeah. right though. If, if you're if you're multifaceted and maybe you like, I'm just making this up, but like lip injections and Botox, but you're also super smart and you can walk into a boardroom of men and you're a great mother and you're a great whatever. I feel like everyone's constantly trying to look for the the hole. Right. With, and I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about what I've seen on social media. Totally. And I can only imagine how it is on a television show. I mean, it's like they're you're beautiful you're you've got all these all these boxes checked and it's almost like they're just looking for what's wrong our Uh, friend called it tall poppy syndrome right yeah yeah you know i think that's the problem is i think right now we're in this phase of we're trying to get equal pay and and we're going down the path and women are doing really well in business and there's people like me on a tv show that historically has been all all men the Kardashians have set a tone that you can be sexy, smart and make a billion dollars. Like these are all things that I think break the boundaries of what is expected, you know, to be my age and not wear a half top. You know, you can't do both. I can't be in front of a client and do a twenty five million dollar deal while wearing or showing my stomach because Why? that would be inappropriate. Oh. Right. Hmm. If I can show my stomach at 47, doesn't that say something about how hard I've worked to get that stuff? How stom- are you 47? I can't believe you're 47. Yeah, There's no way. 100%. It's 1975, baby. Yeah, I mean, I have almost a 17-year-old daughter. I, I had my. That like, blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, you look insane. Thank you. Wear I, your fucking crop top with your $25 million dollar deal. I was, like, you know, I was like, you know what? Like... Screw like and every once in a while I'll, I'll you know, I try not to let the social media piece get to me or whatever. But every once in a while, I'll read a comment that will resonate with me in a way and I'm just not having it that day. Or I, I want to sort of like most of my following is female. I have more male following than I have had in the past. But my genuine following are, are young women that are coming up in the business world and between 25 and 44. And those are the women that are following me. And if they're not supporting me and there's one bad egg that like breaks the the whole thing. Right. And so I speak to them. But you know what's interesting when you do speak to them direct, they, they always end up whole, apologizing. They change the whole channel because you know what? What it really is, is someone who wants acknowledgement. 100 percent. And the second that you get they get that acknowledgement, their tone changes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. You wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many tips in this book. Can you give the audience a few? I wrote it like what's been three years now. It's called Fear is Just a Four-Letter Word. And really the book for me came out of 
coming out of the first season of the show, going through a divorce and kind of being terrified of doing another season. And I was sitting down with my agents and I was like, I'm going to suck this up and I'm going to power through and I'm not going to let them break me. I'm not walking away from this. This is my opportunity. I've worked 20 plus years and failed along the way to get here. These guys came into the bit. Josh was like 18, you know, was on the show by the time he was 22 years old. He grew up on this show. He became successful on this show, not because of it necessarily, but certainly helped. I waited until I was like 42 years old. And it wasn't to say that I didn't have opportunities along the way, but I, when I was writing the book, I was like, the story that I want to tell is going to be for women that don't really know how to walk into a room with a group of incredibly powerful men and be able to own it and be in their own feminine energy, not like, you know, playing it being masculine, which I did for a really long time. Now, some might call my voice masculine because I speak up and I say what I mean and I mean what I say, but that really is my own feminine energy. And I wanted to share that with young women. And I said, I remember to my editor, this book is about, it's not for the divorcee at 45. That's my age. It's for the girl coming out of college that doesn't know her way around yet because she's been so coddled her whole life and she really doesn't have the confidence and she's just put her feet on the ground in a new city and she doesn't know how to walk into a room really and own it. And and it, I ended up being right. Like the editors were totally wrong. My publisher was like, sorry. Yeah. Turns out the book was for the 20 something young women and, and even men. But the, the book really is is all about confidence and it's all about like real steps to get there. You are someone who's incredibly confident. What what does that look like for you behind the scenes? Have you always been confident? I think it's come from falling on my face so many times and having the ability to get back up that the getting back up piece just got easier. And I think that's the hard part, right? Like, you know, for women and men coming into business or trying a new career at an age that feels wrong or following a dream that you never thought was possible, like your biggest fear is that you're going to fail. Well, guess what? If you fail 150 times in a row and you get up over and over again, that failure becomes a lot easier to take. What because is, you can rah-rah yourself up till the, you know, cows Manifest, come home. yeah. But until it actually happens, you you kind of don't believe yourself until you actually do pick yourself up. Yeah. Right? And so, like, I think we go through and like, uh, yeah, I'm saying I'm confident, but until you actually prove it by getting up, by taking action, by actually falling on your face and doing what you say you could do to yourself, I don't think it can happen, which is, to your point, the hard thing. Because a lot of people they do as much as they can to avoid falling on their face. And I think the falling on the face is the most- Because they don't put themselves out there, but then they never really risked it to begin with, Yes, right? And that, by virtue of me failing as often as I did for as long as I did until I became successful in the business prior to the show, I had to learn that way. What age did you become, would you say, quote unquote, successful? Like, it depends on how you- I I think I never thought I was going to make a ton of money in real estate. So when I got into this business in my 20s, I guess I was in my 24, 25 years old. The first few years, I just assumed I was going to make like 100 grand a year because I like know people and I'm from L.A. and I know like rich people. This should be easy. No, I was totally wrong. I made 30 grand for the first two years. I ended up joining a team again, fell on my face. I want to say my first big sale where I made 
a few hundred thousand dollars was a north of $25 million sale. It was close to 30 million. And I got the check. Back in that day, we used to get checks. <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like, holy shit, I can, this is, this is happening. Like I'm going to, if this is happening now, six, seven years into the business, I have the ability to make this in my 40s like a, a real major, I could be a powerhouse. What's the biggest deal you've ever closed? To date, 57 million. Wow. Yeah. What does that look like? Like, what is the value? a lot of fucking money. I know, but what it like, <laughs> is the person who buys it like a certain, like, you want to know what the person is? Yeah. She's a badass CEO of a public company. Can you tell me off air? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So, so when that deal is being negotiated, do you negotiate it like you would do a, a million dollar deal or is it completely different? I think what's different about it, I always say to agents that are maybe newer to the luxury market, don't be intimidated by the number. Treat it like it's a $900,000 condo because the confidence that you have. But when you're dealing in a $57 million state, it's a little bit different. I mean, you've got attorneys involved at the highest level. You have massive egos involved. Everybody wants to earn their dollar, right? Including the attorneys, which oftentimes end up being the biggest challenge between putting a buyer and seller together. So you as the agent have to really be the good go-between where you're representing your client's best interest, but you're also still trying to hold the deal together because everybody at that level is trying to make it not work because then they've proven their value. You shouldn't buy this because the market's tanking. You shouldn't buy this because who knows where your stock's going to go in the next 12 months. You shouldn't buy the ABC. Everybody always has a reason. And I think, you know, that's what makes, that's what separates sort of the great agents from the good. You have to be able to walk the line between keeping the deal together and never letting it die. And I'm the person that will take it to the absolute, like where they're like, literally, fuck off. It's, you know, like it's, it's done. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, is there like a rule book that you have for negotiating? Uh-uh. Everything, every time it's different. It's just different. When, just when you think you like know it all and you have like, an, like a day of like, I'm going to pat myself on the back, someone slaps you again. So I never have ego in this industry. Every time I come across someone new, there's so many talented agents out there in my field. You know, Drew Fenton is one of my very, very good friends in LA. This guy sells 800 million in a year by himself, not with a team of a hundred right? Like by himself with a couple of assistants. And so when you're talking about doing business at that level, I feel like there's always something more that I can learn, something that I can do. And that's why I'm here. You know, it was the next market for me. She's in Austin. Yeah. Michael doesn't know this. Well, I figured you Hi, were doing something. Howdy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, no, it's a, when you're ready to buy property. Did we talk about this last time? I think it's super smart that you're coming out here and doing yeah. this. Right. We did talk about it briefly and, and it was something that we were considering and now it's it's officially open. We've opened in Dallas. I just hired my first agent in Austin and we'll eventually open in Houston as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you, you see it. You, you can't drive around here without looking at 18 cranes, right? It, there's just oh, yeah. so much going on. There's so many companies out here, so much growth. It's, it's really changing. I know some people in Austin don't like that, but it, 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 you know, once progress starts happening, it's such a it. cool town. What do they say? Keep Austin weird, which I love. Like, it's like so like Venice Beach, like. <laughs> You know, it really is. Like I was like driving down. Is it Columbus? No. What's the street? The main street. If that we you were driving threw me down in today? the middle of Austin and told me Colorado? to get home, I have no idea. Colorado. No. Where's the where all the restaurants are? Oh, Congress. 
Yeah, on yeah. Congress. So we were driving down Congress. I'm like, this is like Venice Beach before it got like hanky. Really? Um, yeah, like it's still cool. And there's like some mom and pop vibe and before, going like, on. The guy it's with not the sword came. You know, yeah. there's, like, there's, there's guys on, with swords on Venice now. You're gonna oh, it's out. it's nuts. It's yeah. nuts in Beverly Hills right now. But yeah. it's such a cool. It's got such a cool vibe to it still. Like even driving through like Westlake today and like seeing some of these homes, like there's old craftsmen and like early 1900s builds. Like it's got a vibe here. And I, I, I like that. It's a little more like L.A. than I thought. Way more like L.A. than Dallas is. How are you going to manage Austin and L.A.? Like what's what? How, how are you going to do that? I'm based in L.A. So I'll fly out primarily because we're just starting in Austin. I'm here now. I'm going to Houston tomorrow. But I'll be out here once a month, probably for the first six months. Well, Tracy, and, I don't know who your accountant is, but you might want to base out here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Trust me. I was Cody, like, add it to the notes. <laughs> well, by the way, like I grew up with horses. I grew up riding them. They were in my backyard. Like I want a ranch. There's not a, it's not like quiet. I, my daughter rides horses. I could eventually see myself like having a big fat ranch. I don't know where yet. I haven't, you know, found my, 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 if you my had spot. to pick right now, gun to your head, where are you picking your ranch? You have to pick. Okay. Austin, probably. Austin. Yeah. Huh. Is Josh on the ranch? Josh is not on the ranch. He's not even. In I don't the know vicinity? if Josh is a ranch guy. Josh. Are you joking? Josh couldn't like manage or he can't even do. He called me today and he goes, I'm trying to learn how to do my laundry. And I'm like, well, that's a good move. Tell him to get Molly's suds and branch basics. <laughs> he needs, he needs, no, because you don't want to be using Tide. Well, first of all, his assistant or house manager that he just fired will have to do that because let's be honest. But the fact that he even said that he's learning how to do his laundry, I was like, this is a positive thing. Like you need things like this to ground you. He was supposed to be here today. He, now he can't defend himself. Well, he has COVID. Is it COVID COVID or is it real COVID? Is it fake COVID? What's fake COVID? <laughs> you know how people use COVID for the excuse? Oh, yeah. No, it's real COVID. It's real COVID. Yeah. Josh, I'd like to see your COVID test. Yeah, please. send the COVID positive test, send, Josh. Send the test. <laughs> Where can everyone find you? How can they support the show? How can they get the book? Tell us all the things. So right now we are, I think we're on episode five this week where I will transform myself into Josh Altman which will be a treat for the audience of Million Dollar Listing. You guys, I've never felt more embarrassed in my entire life, but I went there. So I'm I, this week on the show, I'll be dressing up like him and uh, doing a music video and recreating that from 10 years ago that he did when he got into the business and started becoming successful. It's wild. I'll have to show the video. You will cry. He created a music video? He did a music video. We What's the name of it? One. What's it called again? Like I'm blanking right now on the spot. The name of the song. Come on. We had it like... It must not have been that good. Sell of the dream. I sell the dream. I, I sell, sell the, the dream. I'm going to send you the links. This video. you will pee your pants. Taylor, so can I we put it in here? Like put in, I sell the dream. I <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die. So that airs this week. It's on Bravo at nine, eight central. And you can find me on Instagram at, at Tracy Tudor. And fear is just a four letter word is sold worldwide on Amazon and anywhere you want to Barnes and Noble, wherever you can find it. Before you go, I have to ask you this for my own selfish self. What are some things that you do to manage your time? You have to tell us this before you go. I'm maniacal, but I also put really good people around me. And you and I were talking that about that before we got on the air. Like I'm already a lunatic when it comes to my schedule, like down to every 15 minutes. Even before here, I needed to like have 15 minutes of downtime and just like breathe. 
And so we did that. But you got to have good people in front of you. And I, I, in the last year, hired one of the best people that runs my entire operation. And that's this man sitting to my right, Cody Kaufman. And he's dressed like a hot golfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, can we give away three copies of your book that's signed? A hundred percent. All right, you guys, all you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest post at Lauren Bostick and follow at Tracy Tudor on Instagram. I love your highlights too. Go through her highlights. You can see her weightlifting. You can also see her book, all the things. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys. You can come on anytime you want. We could have talked about a hundred things. I know. Thanks for making the trip. Of course. I love it. Thanks, Tracy. Wait, don't go. We are giving away a skinny confidential razor. This has been like very popular on Instagram and TikTok, and I want one of you to win the razor. I think you're going to love it. All you have to do is tell us your favorite takeaway from this episode with Tracy on my latest post at Lauren Bostick, and make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And next week's episode is going to blow your mind. Can't wait. This episode is brought to you by The Skinny Confidential. Don't forget to use code ICEBALLS for 15% off get the ice roller, get the facial massager and the razor, and you are in business when it comes to skincare. This is not just about the products that you put on your face, but it's about the contour and the sculpting. You're going to go to shopskinnyconfidential.com and use code ICEBALLS for 15% off.